Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified. We are excited to have another week of amplifying the goodness and leaders who lead with their heart and cause abundance in the world. Andrea, how are you doing? I am absolutely fantastic. Thank you for asking. Well, I don't know if you've ever not been. I think that is (laughs) amazing. (laughs) I actually did have uh, some stress one time, so I can't say that all the time. But yeah, the, well, the, uh, I have my smi- moments. Well, the keep smiling books are <laughs> making their way to the hundred, but too slow for me. So, I think I know what I'm doing for the next twenty days, and that's uh, publishing and producing keep smiling books. How how are some of the books that you're working on going? Oh, you know what? The stories are so beautiful and so deep, and and inspire so many people. It's been really exciting to share their messages with other people as I'm reading them and transcribing them into the books that we're creating. So I so love being the executive director of this nonprofit. It's such a beautiful thing that we're giving to the world. And if you wonder why I can always keep smiling is so even if I'm off for just a moment, all I got to remember and look at my card keeps smiling and it kicks me right into gear again. That makes sense. Now it all makes sense. All right. Well, why don't we bring our guest in? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited about the people that we're having on today. They're just absolutely amazing people who've done some really cool stuff. And our first one is our lady that we can't see, this beautiful woman with blue hair. (laughs) This is Mackenzie (laughs) Lieberman. And (laughs) Mackenzie is the founder and CEO of Orca Marketology. And it's a chatbot digital marketing agency focusing on business leads, sales, and raving fans through Facebook ads and messenger bots. So before digital marketing, what you may not have realized is that she was a cytogenicist um, analyzing chromosomes for abnormalities, but she felt like she was missing a greater impact on the world outside of the lab and found her passion in messenger marketing as a pair of mix of tech and science together. So now she's looking for abnormalities in the marketing world and helping us fix them. She's one of the top experts in the field of bots utilizing ManyChat platforms with her multi-six-figure agency. And they've worked with a wide range of clients and really some really interesting niches from your local brick-and-mortar businesses to multi-million dollar e-commerce platforms. She's been featured on Perpetual Traffic Podcast, spoke at Digital Marketers War Room Mastermind, Business of Bots, and at Manny Chats Conversations. And she's helped thousands of people create such wonderful business for themselves and their clients. Welcome to hanging out with us. I'm sorry I didn't dye my hair blue to match you. Uh, welcome to the show, Mackenzie. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, Mackenzie, well, I was thinking about... To have you. Uh, I was thinking about dyeing my scalp blue. I don't have any hair, so yeah, I was gonna so you don't have a whole blue. lot of hair. Dude. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna be a blue group man. You know, head to Vegas <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so you have to do your face in too. That's all so out. Face. So uh, Randy Zuckerberg, she notified Mark, her her brother, and said, 
hey, this Amplified show is doing only bot shows after ManyChat. They should change their name on their business page to Amplified Bots. And we are fighting them tooth and nail. We need to talk about how great you are at all the other things you do. So I do want to, I do want to have a focus on um, businesses thriving because of what you do and what you offer them. But I want to warn you that we have had, I think, three hours of bot conversation since the since the conference. Oh, wonderful! Can you believe it? Isn't that crazy. That's I mean, awesome. That's I don't know. great. And you know, and and still, no matter how much we talk about bots, it's still such a new topic, and it's still so much to learn about it. And it's going to. I mean, I was blown away when um, Mikkel went out on stage and <laughs> offered something like thirty new, <laughs> thirty new. Um, right. I guess upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So um, I always like to start where. I guess in the beginning where people actually got the idea of being an entrepreneur or a leader. So talk about your childhood where you were born and what happened in your childhood that kind of caused you to be who you are today. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm born and raised for the most part in uh, Spokane, Washington. So uh, close to Idaho. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was kind of the outgoing person, um, in school. I'm, you know, a very, um, friendly person and, um, ended up in high school. I got to be the student body treasurer and I won that by, um, <laughs> doing an assembly and my speech was all Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber lines that were tweaked to match what I was talking about was being treasurer. And I came out in an orange tux, like how he <laughs> is dressed up in Dumb and Dumber. Um, so I really <laughs> did not care what people thought about me. Right. So I'm just like, I'm just going to do this. Um, and I won, and everybody loved it. Um, and so that kind of like orange hair there. Um, did you have orange hair then? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not dye my hair at that point. That point. Um, but yeah, so that kind of you know, um, I've just been kind of that type of person that's a go getter. That um, I did you know, uh, high school and collegiate sports. Um, and then yeah, so I went to school thinking I wanted to study orca whales as a profession and a love because I've loved whales forever, which is also the basis of my uh, my business name is just because I love whales a ton. And I was wanting to study them, but uh, it didn't work out that way. Um, ended up becoming a cytogeneticist, like was mentioned earlier. And um, it was interesting. Um, I really did enjoy learning about that. I mean, I'm a science geek through and through. So learning about all that science was really cool. But um, it just ended up becoming kind of monotonous being in a laboratory with no windows, looking at a microscope all day long, um, and trying to get as much done as possible, um, you know, productivity, all that stuff. And I just felt like, you know, I'm an outgoing person. I felt like I was not doing enough with my life to help people. Um, plus, I have a family with three young kids who are uh, 5, 7, and 12 at, at home, and I was working opposite schedules with my husband at the time. So um, he was working Monday through Thursday, and I was working Friday through Sunday, which is great because we didn't have to have childcare, but it also was really not that great for family life and to have any uh, sort of time off with the family. So um, I was really motivated. Um, I knew there was something that I could do um, that would get me out of the lab that I could do online that wouldn't necessarily require, you know, going back to school again. And so I started listening to podcasts, started doing research, and I found out about digital marketing. Um, and first started off with just Facebook ads to landing pages uh, for businesses. And that was my first um, aha moment that, wow, I could actually do this and it could work and I could actually quit my job. Because um, I was actually so why that? A, why was that? Why was that the draw? 
Um, because it was something I could do from home around my family. Um, okay. Instead of starting a different job that would still take me away from my family. Um, you know, having, you know, the ability also to have me being my own boss. Uh, the other thing was um, at the lab we had, stupidly, one client of ours that was giving us um, medical samples that had over 50% of our workload, and they decided to go with a different lab. So we lost over 50% of our workload, and then they started talking about layoffs. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, my job is not secure. People say, oh, get a job, it's secure. Um, no, it's not secure because they could actually decide to, you know, lay off or fire you, and you have ne not necessarily any recourse for that. You're just like, oh, okay, now I'm going to be out of a job. Um, so I, that's what really drew me to also being my own boss and knowing that the limit of what I could do was based on me and nobody else. Very cool. And, you know, I understand why orca because, whales, because they're so friendly. I mean, you can basically stick your head right yeah. in their mouth. Well, you can technically because, you know what, they've never injured a human in the wild. Only in the horrible uh, parks that they uh, trap them in. <laughs> but in the wild, they are, I mean, that's a bucket list item of mine is actually I can go uh, scuba diving with orcas off of uh, Norway. Um, and I've gone kayaking with them where they just went over or right about our kayaks and, you know, going right under it and, and jumping right out of the water. It was amazing. So uh, they are really uh, curious and they're the smartest pretty much. I mean, they're technically a dolphin, so they're pretty smart. So uh, they know, like, it's not like a shark that can confuse you with a seal. You know, they pretty much know right. that you are not um, a, a fish. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much fun to go fishing with, too. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. I, I'm, fishermen just love them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so why the blue hair? Um, I like the color blue. Um, it was just, I've always liked blue, and it was also kind of a... Um, uh, see, so yeah, I'm out of here statement to the lab because ironically, even though I saw no patients, nobody, we are in a lab, um, dyeing your hair in unnatural color was against, uh, you know, the regulations in the lab. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, again, another thing, I'm like, this has no, no reason for this. Um, so I started dyeing my hair, and because I was working weekends, I um, didn't see my supervisor very often, but she did come in one day. And so she's like, oh, y your hair is blue. Is that, is that temporary? I'm like, well, yeah, it's temporary because technically my hair doesn't grow blue, unfortunately. Um, so that was my first, like, um, I guess, commitment to also thinking, okay, i got to get myself out of here, too, because I don't want to conform to these ridiculous rules. <laughs> so what if you'd said that it was genetic? <laughs> I, I think I'd see through that, uh, being in a genetic uh, lab. <laughs> what, what, there's some uh, chemical that causes your skin to go blue. I mean, does it cause your hair to go blue, too? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, that's based, well, it's based on uh, a different type of pigmentation because obviously my hair is naturally brown and my skin's not that dark of a color. You know, I mean, I tan pretty well, but not that dark. Um, but, you know, and then you think of albinos, they lack pigmentation. So their skin is totally white, but their eye and hair color are red. So um, it can do some weird things, but um, I've never seen or heard of blue. But, you know, hey, genetic modification, I'm sure if somebody really wants to pay enough to figure that out, that they probably could. 
Well, I, there was something that was, I, I, I have to do some research. I wasn't prepared for this. So <laughs> it was something that uh, people were eating in the 30s or 40s because they thought it was good for them and it caused their skin to go blue. And so it was not oh. so good. Interesting. Oh, I have not uh, you know what? I'm going to yield to Andrea. I'm going to have her ask a question or two and I'm going to do some research while she's doing that. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead, Andrea. Well, I think it was called Smurfism. Um, so you might want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I just I, do know uh, that, um, I don't even know if I can pronounce this, but it's methomo, methemoglobinema uh, can cause uh, congen- oh. uh, blue skin. So there you go. There's one, but I don't think that's it. It's it's some chemical you. Uh, well, drink. I do it's- know because um, I studied uh, epidemiology. Excuse me, that if people have an accumulation of silver, that your that's skin it. and body it was can silver turn blue. silver nitrate. So there was a, there was a oh, time there when go. people were told, hey, if you get a, a spoon of silver nitrate in your diet, you're going to really be strong and all this. So people did it, and some people had some very adverse reactions to include death. <laughs> so That's crazy. Take wow. silver nitrate. Do not take silver nitrate to color your hair blue. Just use blue dye or no. go to many <laughs> <The> shape route. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I, I love all of this because it really just adds to the mix of, like, when we have fun and when you play, people love doing business with you. So whether you're wearing an orange suit or have blue hair, people are really attracted to you, Mackenzie. And so that is making me think that it's not only your intelligence, but uh, how you show up in the world that people like you. So tell me about, like, um, how you're accepted in the uh, Ryan Dice's War Room and, and what you guys talked about in the Mastermind. Yeah, so um, a big shout out to Molly Pittman. Um, she and, and this is the thing. It's you know the saying: uh, if you help enough people get what they want, you can. You know, it'll help you get what you want. Um, you know, Zig Ziglar's mm-hmm. uh, you know famous quote. Um, so this See. whole thing started um, when I started um, learning more about bots. I um, was in the Manage Chat Facebook group, and I had questions, so I'd ask. You know, my questions there. Well, then I would say other people have questions, and if I knew that answer to the question, then I would just go ahead and answer it because I knew the answer. Um, you know, because I'm all about um, you know knowing and learning and facts and sharing and things like that. So that's how this whole thing kind of like blew up in in, in just a short amount of time is because I was helping a ton of other people. Well, one person who took notice was Molly Pittman, and she knew and saw that I knew my stuff with bots. And so she um, started contacting me, and, and actually she was supposed to go and talk to the War Room Mastermind about bots, but she wasn't able to, and so she actually got me in contact with Perry Belcher with the War Room and with Digital Marketer and said, hey, you know what, I highly suggest um, McKinsey Lieberman to do this. And so it was a last-minute thing. Like, I um, flew down the next day. It was pretty much like, oh, we're having this in a couple of days. Uh, you want to come down? I'm like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll do that. Um, so it was really great being able to speak to that mastermind because they were talking about omnipresence back then. This was um, a, like, wow, I guess two years ago or a year and a half ago. And um, it was really a big deal because they were talking about reaching customers on multiple platforms. So, uh, you know, SMS and push notifications and email and all these other and just great use cases and strategies for all of those. So I was able to bring in the information about bots and you know, blew everybody's mind about, like, what was possible. And I was talking about a lot of different strategies and um, how to create bots to, you know, make them – uh, so they're they're very valuable to the end user, 
And so um, it was really great feedback. People loved uh, the information. Um, they were slightly overwhelmed by some of the information, which is totally understandable because it is a lot to uh, take in, especially um, within, you know, a 30 to 40 minute uh, time frame. But, um, yeah, so it was really great to explain all that and then also to learn from other people there, too, um, you know, to hear what they're doing with other uh, platforms and, and think about, okay, how can I implement something similar within Messenger or how can I, you know, omnipresent and utilize, you know, that aspect of it as well. So um, they were slightly ahead of their time for the fact that, you know, now with ManyChat offering SMS and now they're offering email. So it's getting to that point where, you know, it's beneficial, really beneficial for everybody to build their list on multiple platforms. Very cool. And I know the segue should be back to blue skin. So that's why it's going that direction, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's argaria is a skin condition that is built over time when you take too much silver. And good news, folks, if you take uh, colloidal silver, this will be a dietary supplement that will help you get argaria, which consists of tiny silver particles of liquid, and they will help you actually turn your organs blue and all kinds of wonderful things. Unfortunately, not your hair. So that's still going to come back to you, Mackenzie. <laughs> we got to give the secret to them on how they can have blue hair. <laughs> yeah, well, you have a, find a really great hairstylist who doesn't mind putting on gloves every uh, month or two uh, and spend some time getting blue over all over all of his gear besides. <laughs> well, I mean, if you had the blue hair that you have, McKinsey, and you took the colloidal silver, although the, the side effects I'd be like Avatar. Well, exactly. But the, there are some side effects, and I do want to announce them because I don't want people just rushing out to the uh, CVS and getting it. But it's it'll cause cancer, um, shingles, uh, eye problems, all kinds of other things. But it's still, you have blue skin. Oh, wow. And beauty is Although painful, we take it in right? modification <laughs> according to the instructions that actually can be helpful. So it's up to you to work that out with your doctor and your own health beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andreas. Uh, I think that segue was so appropriate at that time, but uh, go ahead. I know you were in a conversation that was very deep. Yeah. I, oh, no, I, I, had a, I had another question for her, so thank you, Ken. You know, so, you know, because you use all the other social media platforms and are really, you know, have been pushing those out, um, can you give us a, a, our audience, um, uh, actually, we just recently found out we've got almost 200,000 listeners, so uh, they are dying to know how they can, uh, you know, find out different ways to be able to hear our show on those platforms, so I didn't know if you'd be willing to use that as an example of how you take that information and put it out differently across those different platforms as a tip for our listeners to hear. Yeah, um, and that's a big thing, too, is when I'm starting with, like you mentioned at the beginning, where I work with a lot of different industries and niches for um, my services, and because of that, because I'm not necessarily a, a cookie-cutter type of thing where it's like, oh, I'm only working with you know, gyms or only working with restaurants where I can just copy and paste, copy and paste all their stuff, just changing out the business name. Uh, one of the big things is figuring out what the end goal is in mind and what the, um, you know, I guess the two or three other goals um, that they'd like to achieve would be, um, you know, to implement that I can then put into a marketing campaign to make that happen, and especially within Messenger. Um, so for this, you know, for example, with getting more listeners, you think about, okay, getting a lot of people into your Messenger bot, a lot of subscribers, what's the best way to do that? Like, so what is your current traffic sources? 
obviously you can, you know, use the radio itself, you know, to get people into Messenger um, by asking them to message and then, you know, have a certain keyword that they reply with inside of your bot that will then, um, you know, send off maybe a specific flow for something that, you know, of value. Um, also, websites, everybody should have a website. Um, and on that website, you should have a messenger um, widget that will bring them into the bot. So um, this works really, really great for um, pretty much any industry, but especially e-commerce, especially uh, due to the fact that people like to chat with customer service from the website when they're looking at products. Um, so it's a great way to not only quickly answer questions, um, but then also to build up your list of people who have been on your website that you can then, um, you know, let them know of, of future messages and offers. Um, and then, of course, there's the other paid traffic sources, you know, like getting people um, through Facebook ads that you can, you know, do the uh, really detailed targeting to find that ideal audience um, and get them into Messenger that way. Um, and then YouTube is another great one to paid or organic where, um, you know, on the videos that you have, you know, a link in the description that takes them to the bot. Um, and, you know, Google AdWords, I mean, it, the sky's the limit, even like in person too. I mean, you can do QR codes that are in-person QR codes that um, can take them into Messenger to learn more. Um, and then again, have that messaging being really relevant based off of where they're coming from um, and the context around where they found you so they can get more um, information. Um, so really, that's the really cool thing I love about Messenger. People ask me, oh, what industries are you know, Messenger bots not good for um, or are good for? And I say usually it's a lot easier to figure out which ones um, it's not good for. And that list is fairly small. I have not actually really figured out one that couldn't use a Messenger bot some way, either internally uh, with their own use cases um, to, you know, automate maybe some processes um, or uh, the more common use cases, the external one with, you know, getting more customers and, and clients and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, there is so many different possibilities that you just kind of also try them out. And this is where the science uh, comes in with, with how my mind works that I um, think about, uh, you know, split testing or um, just doing kind of like an experimental scientific method way of changing one variable at a time, seeing what works best, and running with that, and then, you know, making those modifications from, from that aspect of it. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many cool things that you can do and with building lists and then being able to reach back out to them to let them know of um, valuable information that they will find relevant. Wow. You know, you have so much content for people. You know, they, um, it, it's really good to know that you do hands-on for them. <laughs> so, yeah. Because they decide to take it, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, what do I do with all of this? So I love that you guys are really, uh -huh. sounds like you're really doing some one-stop shop service for them, and uh, that makes it awesome. So I, knowing that you do some really creative, you know, different niches, can you share a couple different things, you know, from the obscure to the multi-million uh, dollar different uh, fields of industry? Oh, yeah, let's see here. Um, well, a lot of them are, um, I mean, I have a lot of uh, brick-and-mortar stores like uh, restaurants, gyms, um, orthodontists, uh, chiropractor, dentist. Um, see, I've done an escape room um, before. That one was cool um, where I did a bot build-out. I did another bot build-out for a um, um, insurance agent, which was interesting. Um, that's and you find out there's some industries that are a little bit harder to advertise for. Insurance is one of them because it's not, you know, a 
really fun and cool idea, like escape rooms <laughs> or getting a buy one, get one free, um, delicious uh, uh, meal from a restaurant. Um, and then mm-hmm. with e-commerce, oh, man, I've worked from hearing aids, uh, skin care, uh, uh, clothing. Um, it's just been uh, – and also um, – migraines, helping people learn more about um, getting relief from migraines, right? So, I mean, it's um, it's interesting some of the things that um, people have out there that I had no idea existed or um, just the way that, that some businesses um, are created and, and the backstory and stuff. So, um, that I, I really do love that variety aspect. Yes, it makes it a little bit harder on me because that means I'm pretty much building a custom bot almost every single time, unless it's one that I've done in the past. But um, it's really interesting, and, and I love the fact of helping businesses um, reach those goals um, based off of, you know, maybe what they've done in the past um, and then just improving and making it better. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for, all, you know, all of that. So what do you think, uh, you know, what is your uh, idea of what's going on in the future? Like, what are the possibilities that could happen that no one's really talked about yet? Oh, um, one is voice. Um, no one's really talking about voice. Uh, when I was at the Business of Bots conference in San Francisco last uh, earlier this year, um, that was really interesting because it was um, a room full of people who were doing automation, and it wasn't just in Messenger. And so one of the big things was voice um, bots. So like you think about like Alexa and Google Home. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how things go forward in that aspect of things with, you know, what I'm used to currently with, with Messenger and SMS and email and having that, you know, an automated type of, of bot, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, the other thing that's, I think, going to be really beneficial with in the Facebook platform is using, and actually really any platform, but especially Facebook because I know they're, they're working really hard at this, is implementing um, and integrating uh, augmented reality with Messenger. So you think of augmented reality, it's like the Pokemon Go uh, where you hold up your phone and you see an object in your room that's not really there. Uh, so you can think of a lot of different business use cases like um, uh, using furniture and being able to put you know a piece of furniture that someone's interested in and showing it in the room, and they can the potential buyer can look to see what it would look like there in their room. Um, and then, of course, there's the fun aspect of it, too, of, um, you know, the filters and, and businesses using filters um, for, you know, people to do because people love, you know, like Snapchat and stuff where you can do the same thing in Messenger where you can um, create a filter, and Instagram, too, where um, businesses could utilize their filters to help bring more traffic and make them fun. And that way, it'll be more engaging and help to increase um, organic reach as well. Because if people are sharing it with other people, then um, that will just help the business get more traffic and more eyes on their site. Um, and the fact of being able to have that all within Messenger as well is like a seamless experience that will, I'm, I'm really excited for that to kind of hit mainstream. Fantastic. Well, um, I knew that you said you had some things that you had to do this morning, so um, now, Ken, would be a lovely time for us to do rapid fire with, uh, with Mackenzie. Did you have another question for her before we do that? Oh, that's the, where I want to go, rapid fire. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you go ahead and start it. <laughs> so uh, this is a two-part question. One part is uh, what books – book or books like to change your life and then is are there books or in uh, bots that people could read that you would recommend um okay so first part of the question um 
let's see, the one book that really, really uh, jumps out at me that I love is The Obstacle is the Way, and, and uh, Ryan Holiday is the one who wrote that. Um, that's really great to help you kind of get through, you know, bad things that happen. You just realize that the obstacle is the way and you got to keep pushing. And once you get past that, it'll get better. Um, and then for bot books, um, actually, I just got one in the mail from somebody. I haven't read it recently, but because bot, the bot world moves so fast and Facebook and everything changes so fast, um, I don't know if there's a lot of books in the bot world that would be um, really up to date because once they're published, it's pretty much out, out of date. So I suggest if you're looking for bot knowledge, search the internet for sure. Awesome. Go ahead, Andrea. So uh, my question for you is what song that you hear or listen to really gets you motivated and ramps you up? Yeah, so the song that I love is um, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Um, totally just because it talks about, what, yeah, it talks about getting people, um, you know, that you keep your eye on the prize and you keep going and that really anything's possible. All right. Stay on the theme. What would be a inspirational movie that you either need to watch or would recommend to someone who needs inspiration? Oh, man. That one's interesting. Um, you know, the, I forget the name of it, but it's the one with um, uh, Will Smith with his kid. I'm blanking on what the name of that Pursuit one of was. Pursuit of Happiness. That w- yes, Pursuit of Happiness, yes. That one was wonderful. I love that. I'm here for um, you, Mackenzie. I am here for you yep. when it comes to trivia. You don't know the answer to the thing, all right? And Thank by the you. way, my wife my <laughs> wife does that. She, well, we had a dinner party. She goes, I just saw this movie. You have to watch it. And they're like, what is it? And she goes, I don't know. But it, it had some actors in it that I love, and they're great. And who? Cool. I don't know. But <laughs> so that's my favorite. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. But Pursuit of Happiness so is I, fantastic. I, I'm, I'm curious. Um, what uh, charities do you love to work with or support? So, um, of course, I, it comes down for me for in the uh, science world and whales uh, up here in the northwest. The southern resident uh, orca population is really decimated from when uh, the theme parks were taking a bunch of, of the orcas for uh, for the the shows. And so, um, I when I donate, I donate to help the um, the uh, Center for Whale Research uh, to help them figure out to help the the whales to get them back up with their their food supplies diminishing. Um, I would just hate to see them go. Um, and because my love of whales um, and wanting to work with whales, uh, this is how I can do that in a you know secondary way. So I do an event Fantastic. every year that is a, a bit cutting edge. It's called the Energy Science and Technology Conference. And it's actually in your area, Spokane. So, um, oh wow! There's a gentleman I'm going to connect you with just because you're a scientist and you're in the bot world. And I don't know if those two worlds collide enough that you'd be a speaker at next year's conference, but he gets some pretty innovative people that are disrupting the world in cool ways. So I'm going to make that recommendation. So I will go to my, my go-to finale rapid fire question, which is what's a quote you live by? Um, the quote I live, well, one that I mentioned earlier is a good or help enough people get what they want and they'll help and you will get what you want is really a good one. Uh, one that I kind of lived by consistently with myself is, is never giving up. Just keep going and, and making 
strive to achieve your goals every single day and you will get there. That's Winston Churchill in so many words. Oh, I thought I made so, that up. Okay. Well, well you, you did. You left off the never, <laughs> well, you left off the never, never, never part that he puts in the front. Okay. <laughs> All right. Final question, Andrea. Oh, what is the superhero power that you would love to have? Um, probably being able to read minds, um, just because it would make, um, creating Facebook ad copies so much easier if I knew exactly what people were wanting and I didn't have to do a bunch of research. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, All right. We're going to go to break. This is Ken Roshan and Amplified. Mackenzie, thank you so much for spending time with us. And you are certainly a leader in not only the bot world, but also a leader in helping businesses actually be abundant and prevent mistakes that are easily avoidable by communicating better with their clientele and their target market. So thank you for being with us. This show has been brought to you and the segment's been brought to you by the Red Carpet Connection, the Keep Smiling Movement, and the Umbrella Syndicate. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, welcome back to Amplified. This is Ken Rashan on Amplified channel on Voice America Influencer. And we are so happy to have our next guest. So, Andrea, bring him in. Uh, he has actually got a operation that he has to do. He's doing either open heart or something crazy in the next 15 <laughs> minutes. So we need to make sure that we get all the extract, all the content we can at this time. Absolutely. Alex Quinn, I w- met him at Manny Chat as well, and he does something a little different than Chatbots. Uh, you'll be excited to hear about what he does. He is the CEO of UADV. It's a marketing firm accredited by Forbes, which has brands under their umbrella, such as Paul Maramia, the Billionaires Club, and Hustle Inspires Hustle, which is also his, um, he's the host of the Hustle Inspires Hustle video series and podcast that's sponsored like brands like, um, I don't know how to pronounce this, Priv Reve, uh, Sixth Rent-A-Car, and Lextray. Um, Alex is currently executing the production of the film Take a Ride Miami that educates on the dangers of gun violence, and he's also become an influential public figure that inspires audiences through his collaboration 
collaborations and strategic partnerships with major brands like iHeartMedia, Adidas, Tile, and Red Bull. And he's one of the youngest members of the prestigious Forbes Agency Council. It's an invitation-only organization for executives in public relations, media strategy, creative, and advertising agencies. And um, he's been in the market since 2014 when he started his marketing agency. So he's been really moving fast and doing some cool stuff. Alex, thanks for joining us in between your other amazing interviews all over the world. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's an absolute honor. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, so we get right to it and give the most value possible. What is it that we want to start with with you? Talk about the beginning of what you want to share so we make sure we get that in right away. Okay, well, um, given that we're breaking down entrepreneurship, um, I pretty much got started in the entrepreneurship uh, journey when I was a kid. Ever since I was a little kid, I was selling my toys to buy new toys or to buy new things to flip more things, selling soda cans at school, candy, all types of stuff, right? Um, you know, I grew up definitely wanting to help my family. We, we didn't have everything we could possibly could have possibly wanted, right? We never do, but we always work towards what we want. And something I've noticed since I was little was that I wanted to contribute towards towards my family's growth and towards, you know, us being the greatest that we could be. So ever since I was about six, seven years old, I've been doing business, selling whatever I could, selling my toys, selling toys to my neighbors. And this carried on all the way throughout high school and college where I really found my passion in advertising. I was always good at creating marketing strategy or selling things or presenting things that people would want to buy from me. Um, so I kind of made that into a career. I went to college for, I went to Florida International University and studied advertising. And I decided to start my own advertising company shortly after that. And it's been a, it's been a fun ride. It's been about six years now that we've been doing it. And it's been fantastic because we've been able to work with brands all around the world. And what we specifically specialize in is digital marketing. So we create digital strategies to create leads, to generate revenue, to create more streams of revenue, to generate brand awareness, and all in all help companies scale. In, in, in my career so far, I've been able to work with some really cool brands, like we mentioned at the beginning of the interview, like Adidas, Nike, Red Bull. I've been able to work with some really, really cool people and been able to work on some amazing projects along the way. So you know, one, one big thing that was a big impact for me in my career was that I when I first started my business, I was money-driven, right? So all of my actions were only driven towards how much money I was going to make and although it was great and I started doing really well in business, you know, we scaled our agency to 17 employees. Um, I was 22 years old and managing 17 people across three offices. So it was something that happened very fast, but I was chasing money, right? Uh, and I didn't really, it wasn't really fulfilling for me after a while. I really wanted to do something that meant a lot to me, which is when I started getting into my passion project, I started Hustle with Buyers. Also, it's a community to teach young entrepreneurs how to do business, how to avoid certain mistakes how to present themselves, how to carry themselves, right? When we start a business uh, as entrepreneurs, it tends to be very lonely. It tends to be very difficult, and a lot of the times you need somebody to support you, believe in you, guide you, mentor you. A lot of people try to do it by themselves. So the purpose of Hustle Inspires Hustle, my entrepreneurship development community, is to teach young entrepreneurs how to scale their business. And we do this through events around the world that we host literally on every corner of the world. We have a podcast. We have a, a private mastermind. We have a bunch of tools that we use to teach students whether they could afford to go to our events or our mastermind or whether they could just listen to our podcast for free and take the advice. We make sure that we take the right steps towards helping them grow. 
And in doing so, I've been able to work on a lot of projects. So I'll break it down for you. As a marketer, right, as somebody that knows marketing and knows how to grow companies, people always want to work with you. They always want you to apply your skills and your knowledge into their business. And something that I, that I realized later on after I started my agency was that not only did I want to operate an agency, but I wanted to operate an agency that did the marketing for my passion projects. So eventually, I moved away from working with the Adidas and the Nikes and the Red Bulls of the world, and I actually started using my agency and its resources to scale my own projects. Hence, why, hence the success of Hustle Inspires Hustle, the trademark, the event, everything that we have going on. And then we were also able to expand into the film industry. Um, I know we briefly mentioned about the film Take a Ride that I'm working on right now, so I'm going to go ahead and break that down for you. Take a Ride is pretty much a film that takes place in Miami, Florida, and the reason we decided to bring the film to life is because there's a lot of issues in South Florida with mental health, okay? So there's a lot of young kids that don't have the right role models, that, don't, that aren't growing up in the right environment, and happen to get a hold of guns at 13, 14, 15 years old. And unfortunately, a lot of kids lose their lives due to this because at that age, kids think that they have a beef with each other, and they think that they, they have problems with each other that are solved by shooting each other. So it's become a very, very big problem here in South Florida. You hear about kids losing their lives on a daily basis. So the reason I was doing the film wasn't necessarily to speak about only the dangers of gun violence, which happens anywhere, right, that there are guns, but it's just mainly to talk about mental health and the importance of making sure that, that as community leaders and as adults and as role models, that we are the right role models towards these kids, towards our communities, that we use our resources for good in order for kids to have the proper role models that guide them in the right direction so people don't have to lose their lives senselessly. So uh, the film has been, has, been, um, has been in the making for three years now. It's been, it's been a long process. We've actually had to, had to overcome a lot of obstacles, being that it's my first film. I, when I first started, I really didn't know what I was doing. Luckily, I was able to have the right team, bring the right team on board, um, you know, during the past 14 months, and we've able, been able to make it into a two-and-a-half-hour film, which we're actually looking at big networks right now to see who's going to actually jump on board, be it a Netflix, be it a Hulu, be it an Amazon. So it's been a really, really cool project because for me, how, how my career shifted from just working with other people um, it has shifted to, to, to a route of helping people grow while at the same time being a good community leader and being a good role model for young kids. When I was starting my business, it was very difficult for me because I was a young guy, and there's a lot of things I didn't know and a lot of things that I should have been aware of in order for me to be able to be a better entrepreneur. You know, we don't fall on the top of the mountain. Everybody has to start somewhere. But if you have the right guidance, it's going to be much easier, much faster for you to be able to scale your career. So my agency, UADV, opened the door for me to be able to open other businesses that allowed me to generate revenue, allowed me to help more people. And in doing so, I've been able to meet great people, you know, jump on here with you guys, spread our message, and use the power of marketing and the power of the internet and social media to not only, you know, sell and, and, and create strategies that generate revenue, but to also use it as a voice to be able to push the things that we believe in. Well, and that's, you know, amazing that you've done so much outreach and being able to, you know, give some, many people so many values in so many different uh, wonderful places. Um, you know, so what does the future for you look like? Well, right now we're on tour, so we're traveling the world right now doing events. So what we do is we, we go to different cities 
and we create mastermind events where we teach young entrepreneurs how to market on social media, how to build their brand, how to write, you know, how to write proposals, how to you know, do a proper pitch, how to send invoices, how to manage the taxes, how to take care of their credit. We're pretty much teaching um, young young people a lot of the things that they don't learn in high school or college. Um, you know, I, I am a firm believer that education is extremely important and that kids should educate themselves. But I'm also very aware that there is a gap in our education system where there's a lot of things that aren't being taught to the young community where, you know, they graduate college with, I don't know, $100,000, $50,000 in debt, yet they don't even know about taxes. They don't even know about debt. They don't even know about credit. So they're starting their life already walking backwards. So my purpose is to teach young people to, yes, educate yourself. Yes, go to school. Do everything that you need to do. But be informed enough to make the right decisions that aren't going to affect you for the rest of your life. And that is not only from that perspective, but also for how to grow your business, how to do digital strategies, how to present yourself, how to build a personal brand. This year and this coming year, we're going to be continuing our tour. You know, so far we've gone to Bali, we've gone to Tokyo, uh, we've been to New York, Hampton, Puerto Rico, Los Angeles, Austin, Texas. We've, we've been absolutely everywhere, and we spread our message through our events and through our podcast that's listened to in over 45 countries. So it's pretty exciting to be able to do that. Awesome. And then, and how does all that come about? You know, how did these connections come about for you? Uh, it was just me knocking on doors. You know, I always knew who I wanted to work with. And I've always been a firm believer that if you want to work with people or you want to work with an organization, you have to inform yourself as much as you can about what they do, about how they do it, and about how you can bring something to the table. I believe that, you know, if you want to do something, you have to bring something to the table first before asking for something. So my philosophy has always been prepare myself enough to where when I get the opportunity to speak to someone or somebody gives me the time of day, they know exactly what I want to do, what I'm going to do for them, and how we're both going to benefit. So that's always been my thing. I've always knocked on as many doors as I could, not randomly and not all over the place, but really tactically figuring out who I want to work with, who means something to me, who could bring value to my business or my initiatives, and then obviously being able to build a relationship there. Absolutely fabulous. Uh, Ken, did you have another question for Alex? Oh, the line might be uh, jiggled up. I want to make sure to, um, we always do rapid fire at the end, and then if Ken's uh, line, he's able to jump back in, he can always ask this question in between. So I'll go ahead and start rapid fire with you. So um, I'll ask my question. So what is like a song that really gets you jazzed up and gets you excited about the world? A song? I think... Uh Lose Yourself by Eminem. I love Lose Yourself by Eminem. I listening to Eminem. I, I'm a hip. I'm a hip hop lover. Definitely, that that's going to be my choice. <laughs> so we had um, two gentlemen on uh, Brent uh, Linkletter and um, uh, Jace. I can't think of Jace's last name right now. And they both um, had Eminem songs as well. So we get a lot of people who love Eminem, and Ken does as well. So uh, I'm not surprised at all that <laughs> that was one that worked for you. And then another question I have then is, if you had a superhero power, what would it be? Uh, I would want to fly. Oh, flying would be awesome. Do you want to fly anywhere particular? Yeah. Uh, anywhere, man. Like, I, I just, I hate traffic. <laughs> I hate wasting time. And, and I just, I just love the idea of flight. Um, I, I think my, my superpower would be flight. Oh, absolutely. And then um, I'll go ahead and ask one of Ken's questions. Uh, what's a favorite book for you? 
my favorite book is called The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. That's definitely Can a book that, that could help anyone in entrepreneurship or in life. It'll give you a general perspective about how to look at life and you know how to embrace what life goes at you. And can you repeat the name of the book and his name again? The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. Awesome. And then, Ken, go ahead. Yes, uh, just following suit with what we asked earlier, what is a quote you live by? A quote I live by? Mm-hmm. Hustle, hustle inspires hustle. If you surround yourself with people who uplift you, and motivate you, it's going to be nearly impossible for you not to want to chase your dreams. When you surround yourself with energies and wavelengths like that of, of greatness and growth, of empowerment, it's, it's very unlikely that you're not going to succeed. So that's the reason that the podcast that I host is called Hustle Inspires Hustle. That's the reason why our events are called Hustle Inspires Hustle. That is the quote and phrase that I live by. Okay, 2020 is right around the corner. Um, last question. What is the one thing you'd like to accomplish that would be the most daunting for you next year? One thing I would love to accomplish, uh, I would definitely, one of the things that I want to do is I want to visit the, the Amazon rainforest. I want to get out there and really experience that part of the world. I'm used to traveling from city to city, big cities, but I want to really get out there and see how beautiful this world is, experience things that we're not used to experiencing, parts of the world that are not, you know, as explored as they as they should be. So I definitely want to get out there and get in touch with, with how beautiful, how beautiful this earth is and you know what we have. And we're very blessed to be able to live in such an amazing place. I guess you find it kind of amazing that, um, Jeff Bezos created the Amazon rainforest before he created Amazon internet shopping. <laughs> <laughs> if only man, we had those resources, we'd be able to do so much. And that's the purpose of, of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to generate awareness and, you know, uh, create a community of people who are very aware about the things that we need to do in order for us to live a good life, to, for us to be successful, for us to take care of the things around us and be just mindful and be, be self-aware about the things that we, need to, that, that we need to handle for ourselves. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for uh, finishing your schedule and congratulations on all you're accomplishing and let us know how we can help amplify and continue to support your success. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to have me on. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Mm. Bye, Alex. So I guess so uh, what we can do... Movie. This is the, yeah, this is the Keep Smiling Movement uh, book conversation. So... Yeah, so so a lot of people, you know, when they see what we're doing and they hear about it, they're like, you know, what, what can we do? How can we get involved? And a lot of people don't know that we are accepting ambassadors all over the world in lots of areas. <laughs> and And some people are like... What the heck is going on? I don't know anything that's happening, and I don't understand anything. And to those people, <laughs> you need a lot of help. I mean, there's not really a lot we can do for you. Well, they need smiles, and that's what it is. They do, you know, they, they um, do need you smiles, know. yes. But if, if so you, when I'm talking I, about ambassadors, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I do love it um, when I have explained the Key Smiling Movement to someone uh, that I would deem quite intelligent, and they will say, I have no idea um, <laughs> what this is or what you just said. Um, can you break it down again? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Andrea, um, white flag, you go ahead and explain that the Keep Smiling Movement is about smiles and go for it. And then you'll explain <laughs> the smiles and come back and say they totally get it right now. I'm like, I wish I knew how to speak English 
so that people understood that smiles <laughs> well, let's, are like Let's do positive. that for them right now. Ken, Ken, why don't you tell them about the Keep Smiling movement, and then I'll translate it. <laughs> okay, that, that's actually, that's a great idea. Okay, so when I meet someone new, I say, idea. the Keep Smiling movement does include a book that is a legacy piece that shows people we've met that we were inspired by because they create, inspire hope and smiles. They typically are leaders that are authors, speakers, and influencers that we have heard their message on stage. And we say, hey, listen, we're making a book about leaders and we'd like to put you in this book because you actually care about the world becoming more positive. You care about community and you care about collaboration. And I would say almost 100% of the time we've had a yes, we take the picture and create the book. The um, <clears throat> the hiccup becomes, I think, how the book actually makes an impact in the world. And so I say, well, if you had 100 influencers in a book and they were all sharing your story and those people never knew your story before, it would appear that 10,000 like-minded, like-hearted people would benefit not only from your story, but would want to actually follow, support, and possibly do business with you. And then I don't always say period, but I sometimes just pause. And that's when I come in with a clarity. So everything that Ken said is true and amazing and 10x beyond that. And then this is the pieces that may be missing for you that you need to hear. So we are a nonprofit, thekeepsmilingmovement.com, www.thekeepsmilingmovement.com. And what we do is we amplify goodness, inspire greatness, and, um, and, you know, and, and share with other people how to have happiness and hope in the world. And that's our mission. And our mission is not only to take pictures of people all over the world holding the Keep Smiling card, but to also do research and to um, be able to show people why um, the philosophy of Keep Smiling actually changes the course of how they feel physically. It creates uh, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins that make them feel better and actually changes their economy, their health, and so forth. There's 156 countries that participate in a happiness index research um, pattern, and there's also a happiness economy, and the World Health Organization considers happiness one of the most important things. So that's what we're on a mission to do. But when we take your picture, it's not just about your picture. It's about your story. And not everybody's story is in every book. And that's what confuses people. Only one person's story is in each of the books. And then they're partnered with 99 like-minded people who are either like-minded if they're influencers, like-minded if they're authors, or they can have their fans and followers and supporters in their book that creates it as theirs. And that's what it is. So when we say we're doing 100 books this summer, it's 100 different stories. Ken, back to you. Okay, now I know what people feel like. I literally know <laughs> nothing that you said. I, I don't understand even one word of the English language you use, not even one word. This is crazy. Well, now what's I really funny feel... is people do understand. <laughs> and here's but the you deal. Know, it's because I think... we do so much. Well, I think I'm speaking a different English because – they all understand what you just said. I have no idea what you said. I mean, not even one word. Seriously. I don't know what you just said. <clears throat> well, as you guys can hear, Ken, as our founder, is fun, witty, and we ju- he's just amazing. And confused. And he really and inspires with, people. And, and confused <laughs> with a capital K-E-N. other people and to laugh confused. and to and, and well, guess what? We are actually at the end of the smile. segment. I and we're to, out I of time. I need to thank everyone in the world. And we can talk over each other. Let's keep talking over each other. Yes. 
All right. So um, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Amplified. We're like at hundreds of them. And we're going to create a book one day of all these segments. And what's cool is a lot of these people actually did choose to write a cute smelling chapter, which is the exclusive chapter in a book. And it is the only published um, story of their journey of how they created who they are. And if you think about it, if you're on a journey to create the most powerful you, you have to overcome a lot of stuff to be powerful. So when you do that, call us. We want you in a book. We want you on Amplified. Until next week, this is Ken Rashan on the Influencer Channel on Voice America with Andre Adams Miller from the Red Carpet Connection. Have a great week. Stay Amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.